This is the lamest concept. It's it bug is. catching. The bugs just got bigger. <laughs> the bugs just got bigger. Happy Monday. Welcome to the Geek Squared Show, the show where we talk about the things that we talk about. I want to say my name is Wiggly Tough because that's my Pokemon, but I've been saying that I am not Emma too many times in a row. So my name's Emma. I am Tilly. We are not doing Explain That. We are done Explain That's for season one. However, exciting news, there will be a season two of the Geek Squared Show. So we will be releasing the last episode of season one, Monday, December 13th. And then we will be returning January 10th. Also a Monday. Still starting your week off with something nice. This episode, we are going to be talking about one of our favorite video games and franchises in general, Pokemon. Some of you know it as a fun adventure game you've been playing since 1996. Some of you will remember the month Pokemon Go made its debut in 2016 in groups of Trainers of all ages were flocking your local churches, town halls, cemeteries, post office for their raids and then scattering and migrating as soon as they came. And some of you will know it from the 2020 trading card frenzy in which grown men would fight children at your local target. What a time. What a time to be alive. <laughs> no matter what comes to mind when you think of Pokemon, you know it. You know what it is to some extent because it's one of the world's most beloved franchises ever. Even if you only know Pikachu. Pikachu is the single most recognizable mascot of any company. Oh, I period. That doesn't surprise me yeah. at all. Pokemon is so iconic. There are festivals, tournaments, conventions, all based on the franchise that has birthed over 120 different video games, tens of thousands of trading cards, a manga, a TV series, a whole slew of movies, all of which are still being released and have not wavered in popularity since the day they were thrust upon us. And the day the impossible task of catching them all was thrust upon us as well tilly do you remember your introduction to pokemon i think it was pokemon yellow might have been gold though my brother had both but i can almost a hundred percent guarantee you know what no i can't a hundred percent guarantee <laughs> that i did not finish those games ah I definitely watched the anime series first. I remember very clearly also seeing the first Pokemon movie in theaters. I saw it with my dad and my older cousin, who okay. is much older than me. He okay. was right into Pokemon. And then he bestowed upon me, first of all, my Game Boy Color, my purple Game Boy Color, and Pokemon Yellow. And that was my first video game I ever mm -hmm. played. So Pokemon is both very, very close to me. And you. I just sure. unlocked a forbidden memory. Oh, oh my God. A forbidden? Not forbidden. Just like news locked. alert. Forbidden memory. <laughs> <laughs> but when I had a DS, the first Pokemon game that I like really got into was Leaf, Leaf Green. Green. But then much later in life, you let me borrow Sapphire, I believe it was. Yes. And I played the crap out of it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We, I played Emerald and you played Sapphire until time stopped working. Oh, no, you gave it to me while the time... The oh, time the time was already, was already dead? Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm fully yeah. responsible for that then. Yeah, yeah. No, I never got to experience the function of... Oh, it was no. always nighttime. No, it was nighttime, yeah. yeah. Mine was stuck on nighttime. <laughs> yeah. Like, both games, Sapphire and Emerald, were both stuck on nighttime, and it sucked. Which was honestly tight for me, because I like the dark Pokemon anyways. Yeah, but what about them daytime Pokemon? You can't catch them all if it's nighttime. Give a shoop. <laughs> I was just trying to beat the Elite Four. <laughs> <laughs> so, at... This time, when you fell in love with Pokemon, did you know that it would slowly take over your life, turning you into a power-hungry Poke villain? 
Oh, you know, I just realized also you let me borrow your diamond as well. Oh, yes. My favorite gem, by the way. Uh, No, (laughs) I did not at a young age understand the implications of like cockfighting. Not not a curse word, rooster. Today we are putting Pokemon under the microscope because since its inception, people have questioned the moral principles upon which it stands. Is the premise of 10-year-olds leaving home, running around pocketing monsters from the wild, really the message we want to be giving young kids. Have us fans been blinded to the parallels drawn between the world of Pokemon and real life? So you mentioned cockfighting. Yeah. Or dogfighting. Of course, this is a very real thing that is not ethically horrible. It's it horrible. So it's disgusting. so it's so gross. But let's stick to the Pokemon side of that. Is Pokemon dogfighting? You run around with your party of Pokemon using them to fight other trainers' parties. For prize money. That's actually addressing dogfighting and gambling all in one go. How do you feel about this? Well, all right. Here's here's the thing. So, like, it goes so far beyond just the cockfighting. You are stealing animals from their habitats Mm -hmm. and their homes, their families, assuming they have them. Completely taking them out of their element. Not only are you taking them, but you're putting them inside. You're shrinking them, turning them into light, which we don't know if that's painful or not, (laughs) and putting them in a small little ball. What does the inside of a Pokeball look like? Well, there is some debate as to what the inside of it looks like because we, as human trainers, will never know. We can't go inside a Pokeball. We don't even know the technology behind a Pokeball. But there is a lot of speculation that it's actually like this little oasis for Pokemon depending on what type they are. So a Charmander oasis will be a desert or like the inside of a volcano. Uh, A Squirtle's habitat would be like a a little pond. pond. Yeah. If it's a Gyarados, it would be an ocean, etc. Okay, that makes it a little bit better. (laughs) I like to think that theory is correct. (laughs) But even if that's the case, you got Shamu. What, you gotta bring Shamu into this? Yeah, I mean, it's still it's still an animal kept oh, in captivity. But apart from that, apart from taking them and making them fight, I, I used to give, like, real emotions to these things. Oh, gosh. So you're only allowed to have six Pokemon in your party. Mm-hmm. If you catch others and you don't use them, they're literally stored in a computer. <laughs> like, that is... But- that we, is horrible. We don't know the uh, mechanics of Pokemon. They could not exist once you put them in the box. That could that could be that's the dis- cloud. That's, that could be the cloud. That's even more messed up. Why? Because then you're just giving them a half life. That's not existing. These but are these like, are animals. It would, what what if it's like having you know those dogs or like a Tamagotchi? Uh huh. Or a Nintendo dog. You know how sad it was when you would go back to your Nintendogs after like a long time (laughs) and they'd be dirty dirty and hungry and (laughs) like sad. You're right. So not only are you taking them from their homes, making them fight other animals, Mm -hmm. but also if you're not using them to fight other animals, they're just like trapped. However, Pokemon never seem to be affected by that. Right? Textbook Stockholm Syndrome. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Because they fight you because they don't want to be captured. They fight to break out of the balls before you've caught them and then when once they've been submitted and subdued they're like eh. and then eventually you build a bond with them that is not friendship i believe that pokemon actually thrive in battle environments because whenever your pokemon's in battle they're having a good old time unless they're fainted that's a different story when you have a puppy versus a very docile dog a puppy is like jumping on you usually yeah. So I think when a po- when you throw the Pokeball at the Pokemon and it goes in the ball and it's like rattling around, I don't think it's trying to get out to escape. I think it's trying to get out because it's like, I want to have fun. I want to have more fun. <laughs> okay. So then you're just capturing that poor little puppy and just being like, no fun. I think Pokemon are very intelligent because there have been instances where Pokemon will leave their trainers if they don't like them. 
and you can you can let a pokemon go yeah if they're respected so much that if they weren't happy in their environment they could leave or you could release them then they must be happy in the environment that they're in when they're in a either in a pokeball or by your side battling with you hmm so maybe Pokemon is ethical. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I think the respect that the trainers have for Pokemon really makes a difference. If they didn't care, it would be a completely different message for the game. But I think because of that key element, the fact that they recognize that Pokemon have feelings. Um, in the uh, in the anime, when Ash is fighting Misty, this is going way back. When he's fighting yeah, this Misty, is going way back. yeah, he's like, "All right, Pikachu, go!" And Pikachu's like, "No!" And he's like, "Oh, you don't want to fight, but your electric type would be really good for this battle." And Pikachu's like, "Uh, uh-uh. uh." So when they don't want to battle, usually they don't have to, unless Team Rocket, because you know what also happens when Team Rocket steps in? Friggin' poor Cubone loses his mother. She died because Team Rocket was trying to harvest ivory, essentially. Oh. Yeah. oh what yeah the, oh my god that's what i'm saying so it's <laughs> oh not really god. that bad like that's bad but that's team rocket that's the bad guys that's the guys we're not cheering for so i i would like to argue the side that pokemon is ethical and there's a lot we can learn from it respect, respect the, the animals. animals yes you have slightly changed my mind <laughs> <laughs> i still however think it's still wrong that they're being taken from their habitats see i don't think they're being taken unwillingly because if they wanted to they could just break out of the pokeball unless it's been beaten to a pulp <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> like... but then once you heal it it could still just break out of the pokeball actually i'm not sure if it could break out well, but as, as soon as you let it out to battle no because it doesn't have to in, listen to you in the anime you, like there's times where they'll just come out of the pokeballs regardless mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay okay oh and you do need a certain amount of badges oh okay see they're just okay. testing you they're having fun they're in control i see oh they're <laughs> training you yes <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> they want to be the very best I know Gotta Catch Em All is the tagline of Pokemon, but I want to be the very best, I think, goes for the trainers and the Pokemon. They're fighting side by side. Interesting. However, let's go back to gambling for a second. That's a whole other can of worms. The one thing you could argue about the battles is that you cannot control the amount of your gain or loss. You can't bet on your your winnings, right? Or your losings. However, in the first few generations of Pokemon, there are casinos. That very much promotes gambling. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So Pokemon, you get a strike for that one. (laughs) But you have taken that out of Pokemon Let's Go. So you are recognizing it. Not that it's technically the fault of the Pokemon company, because I don't know if they knew this was going to happen, but Pokemon cards 100% influenced gambling in young ages. Also, like just black market dealing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I I didn't really have my own collection. Like you had yours. And and my brother had his, and eventually they were passed down to me. Mm-hmm. But like I remember seeing kids literally fist fight <laughs> over yeah. Pokemon cards. Part of the reason I stopped collecting Pokemon cards is because I had a number of my valuable cards stolen. Yeah. Straight up, someone took them out of my backpack and yeah. put the rest of my collection in the Lost and Found. Like that is dirty. Whoever did that, the audacity, the sheer audacity of whoever did this, dang. That's one of the reasons I stopped collecting them. So it is it, Pokemon cards is a entire. It's like a whole other. Yeah, that's a whole yeah. beast of its own. <laughs> yeah. Satoshi Tajiri could never have predicted that Pokemon cards would get that extreme. I don't think they expected American kids to go so mm. bananas. Perhaps, around. perhaps this is a game based on bug catching. Yeah, 
Like this dude was literally just like a, an amateur entomology enthusiast. Yeah, like and he was like, I'll make a game. <laughs> this is the lamest concept. It's it bug is. catching. The bugs just got bigger. <laughs> the bugs just got bigger. But this unhealthy gambling black market obsession brings me to the other unhealthy obsession trying to catch them all you're putting that in the hands of a 10 year old first of all you're like okay here's one single very weak pokemon go out in the wild and risk your life <laughs> risk against your, every single day <laughs> horrible like beastly animals yeah and go catch them all there's like almost 900 pokemon this is like beyond me the fact that their tagline is gotta catch them all Say this 10-year-old kid, say you're, you're Red or you're Ash, you're this 10-year-old kid from Kanto. How are you expected to catch them all when some of them are exclusive to the Alola or Gala regions? When some of them are literally aliens from, <laughs> outer, from space. outer space. Some of them are gods. <laughs> so, yeah, some of them, there's only one. Yeah. How are you expected to catch them all? So you thought you had problems? Think about this 10-year-old kid who has to try and catch them all. Go to space, go to Alola region, go to Gala region, fight Team Rocket, Team Magma. Oh, yeah. You also have to like by save the, the world. Catch, them, catch them all <laughs> and beat the Elite Four, but also save <laughs> yeah. the literal entire world from mass extinction. Yeah. <laughs> like, what even is the goal of Team Magma and Team... Team Magma just wants no water. Desert that world. Like, what does that mean? And then Team Aqua is like... No land. No land. All water. All the time. Where, where are you going to- Where are you going to live? <laughs> On a boat. <laughs> what are you going to do? On a boat. What are you going to eat if it's just water? Well, okay. Now we're getting into oh. Pokemon ethics. Because <laughs> what do you eat if all of the animals are Pokemon? What do you eat? Pokemon. So on one hand, someone's got- a moo moo milk in the elite four. A moo moo milk. You got a moo moo milk tank. No, it's just milk mil tank. You got a milk tank. Yes. <laughs> in the elite four. That thing's a beast. Yeah. You can't beat that thing. On the other hand, the exact same thing with all the same powers uh-huh. is being eaten and milked. <laughs> you're telling me you're eating electric mice? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they eat the um, electric mice. I so think- where do you draw the line is my question. Where do we draw the line? Exactly. That's where the line's drawn. I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Are people out here eating Alakazam? <laughs> I hope not. Like, what did that eat? What, what even animal is he? <laughs> what, what would that taste like? What about Glalie? People eating Glalie? Is that what a snow cone is in the Pokemon <laughs> world? You're just licking a Glalie? <laughs> When you light a candle, are you just lighting a uh, a Litwick? A litwick? <laughs> That's horrible. That's awful. What a wild world Pokemon! Really? Is. Imagine yeah. you're just like you're you're at your first job as a probably ten year old because apparently that's when life starts in Kanto. Yeah. You're at your first job at ten years old at like some fast food restaurant. You go, you take out the and garbage. It's a Moo Moo Milk Burger. No, no, no. no. You, <laughs> you slug the garbage over your shoulder. You go out to the garbage. All of a sudden, like fifteen trubbish come out of this. Oh. <laughs> come out of this <laughs> yeah. garbage can. Yeah. <laughs> like what? Or like muck. If you walk through a muck, first of all, does that affect you? Does you it die? burn you? Or like bug Pokemon. Bug Pokemon is so weird. Yo, imagine. Imagine. You got a freaking bee drill coming at yeah, you. Yeah, that's night. what I was going to say. Good night. Or a butterfree even. Like they're pretty. Them eyes. <laughs> freaking. Okay, you're walking through a forest and a cocoon just starts sliding past you. However they move. <laughs> I don't even know how they move. I think they float. Actually, I think they just like rock back and forth. You got floating Pokemon. You got you got Soul Rock. Soul Rock, That's yeah. just a rock floating. Well, they're psychic. Now are we talking about psychic Pokemon? Oh my goodness. <laughs> control your brain. You don't think Pokemon already control your brain by making you think that you're training them, but they're training you? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> is I do not trust these Pokemon. Sword and Shield. That is where I draw the line. Because they introduced Poke Jobs, where you literally send your Pokemon out to do hard labor and collect the money. 
I'm telling you, you it's don't slavery. lift a finger. <laughs> I've been trying to tell you it's slavery. Battling is a cooperative activity. You're the mind, they are, your mind and their body are one. With poke jobs, you have a Mudsdale, and you're like, hey, Mudsdale, go pull that carriage for eight hours straight, and I will collect 4,000 poke coins or whatever. That is where I draw the line. I don't agree with poke jobs. Wait. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So hold on. So say you, you catch the god of Pokemon. I have not gotten that far as to catch the legendaries. So I don't know if you can deploy them for poke jobs. Wait a goddamn second. You can catch a Rayquaza. Yeah. Not not right. just in shield. You're talking, right? No, like no, just no. In, just general. in general. Like figure. Yes. Yeah. So you can so catch Rayquaza. That is yeah. the protector of our ozone. Some 10 year old. Is goes with our it. goes and catches it and just has our ozone protector <laughs> in a little away. oasis. <laughs> what the hell is protecting us? <laughs> like, like where does the, where does the line go from? Yeah. Like, you can catch this and it won't harm us, <laughs> and you can catch this and you'll kill all of us. Like, not only is that a question of morals, there's a question of what happens to the ozone layer. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you catch Groudon and Kyogre. How on earth is that ecosystem going to sustain itself? I don't know. Imagine you just like you're introducing and, and taking away and then reintroducing <laughs> the like the That's maintenance. global warming. <laughs> the whole ocean is just going to like. <laughs> and then and the moon, turn... you're going to throw the tides off that the moon's going to like stop orbiting the earth. The moon's just going to piss off. That that right there is the lesson of Pokemon. Don't mess with the ecosystem. <laughs> just leave it alone. What Pokemon do you think you could catch and it would have like no effect or, or even a positive effect on, on the environment? That's an interesting question because as we know in our own world, if you take away something as small and annoying to us as mosquitoes, that affects the whole ecosystem. Spiders, other predator bugs, bats, birds. That's so hard. Oh, Magikarp. Oh no, Tentacool. There is enough Tentacool in the world. That if I catch one, it's fine. If it's I fine. see another Diglett. A Diglett, really? A, a friggin' another Diglett. Or Geodude. Nah, rocks are cool. Oh, actually. One for positive for positive effect. If everyone takes a Trubbish, that means less trash in the streets. Ah, correct. If you catch Pokemon in the wild, there's going to be some effect. But there are starters. Technically speaking, that would have the least impact on the entire Pokemon world if you were to just obtain but a starter. are they not from the wild, or did the professor just catch those starters and they're endangered? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, but by raising one... Oh, also, no rare one. Pokemon, yeah. endangered Pokemon. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know... But you could just catch one and take it to the Pokemon daycare and breed them. You're trying to pimp out a Pokemon? I'm not right trying now? to pimp them. I'm trying to help their species, sir. Mm. We as humans need to stop playing God. I'll just say that. <laughs> so what have we learned from this episode? Too much. <laughs> Let's list all the things. Don't mess with the animals. Don't mess with the ecosystem. Don't play God. Don't try to ar- harvest their ivory or any other parts of them. Don't be a poke villain. Don't fall into the unhealthy obsession of gambling. Or black market trading. <laughs> or black market trading. And most importantly, have don't, fun. When you're playing these games, don't think about don't all th- this. Do not. We are thinking about all this and thinking about it too much so that you don't have to. Thank you for listening. This has been the Geek Squared Show, the show where we talk about the things that we talk about. My name's Legally Tough. And I'm a duck with headaches. <laughs> Sigh, <Sigh-yay-yay. laughs>
We release new episodes every Monday. Like always in the description below, you can find the links to our social media and our buy me a coffee. Fun the chaos. What he said. (laughs) (laughs) If you missed it in the beginning, we are going to be taking a three-week hiatus starting on December 13th, but we'll be back for season two, January 10th. So stay tuned for that good stuff. Have an awesome week and a great day. Exciting news. They will be coming back in drum roll, please. We have been approved. <laughs> <laughs> drum roll, please. We have been approved. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>